Hey guys, and welcome back to Climate, where we believe we can create an environment for our lives to thrive. Over the last couple of weeks, we have had the opportunity to dive into what it looks like to have a deep and meaningful relationship. The first week, we talked about maybe overcoming some insecurities and being confident in who we are and really showing love to everyone that we encounter to have a deeper relationship. The following week, we talked about boundaries and relationships and how this could be one of the most important things you do to have a healthy relationship because a lot of times we walk around carrying resentments that are unresolved because we didn't set and stick to a boundary in our relationships. This week we're talking about starting our relationship strong. We want an acquaintance to go to a friendship quick. And how do we do that? Because we've all had somebody that we've encountered at one point or another in our life that we thought, I really want to get to know them better. Maybe it was a girl you liked. Maybe it was somebody that, that you really wanted to mentor you or to pour into your life. Or maybe it was just somebody that you found interesting and that you just wanted to get to know them better. And so we're going to talk about a few simple tips to really dive into those relationships quickly and get to know them intimately. And the first one is this, initiate. And that's the key. Just get the conversation going. You can't get to know somebody if you're always scared of what they're going to think of you, if you're always scared of what if this conversation goes wrong, or what if I say something silly, or what if I say something stupid. Just get the conversation going. Maybe you make a joke to initiate the conversation. Maybe you just ask a question, something that's been on your mind about the person, and you just ask. Or you give a compliment, because I I really love starting conversations this way, because Uh, compliments create comfortability compliments create comfortability and it's important to start a relationship comfortable not weird or in a in a strange place but really where both parties are like hey I want to continue this conversation and so give a compliment ask a question make a joke just get it going because when we get the chance to uh, start a conversation we get the chance to really get to know the other person which is the next point of just ask questions just ask questions because you might be thinking okay I can do that I can start a conversation but how do I get to know the person better and asking questions with escalating depth is important. There was a study by, I believe, the University of Berkeley, and it was about how to create an intimate relationship with somebody very quickly. And so they they listed these 36 questions on escalating intimacy. And so it started with just where were you born and how are you and who are you, just getting to know the person very surface level. And then eventually it went to things like if you were to die today, and you had one chance to tell somebody something, what would it be? That's a crazy deep question. And what they found at the end of the 36 questions is a lot of the people left feeling closer to the person they just met and had 36 questions with than they did about anybody else in their life, family, friends, anybody else. They were closer to this new person that they had just met. And even one of the couples went away and they got married. And so it's really interesting to me to see this study where these questions of escalating depth, escalating um, interest really led to a deep relationship. And so I think that you just start small, ask a question, where are you from? You know, what do you enjoy? What are your hobbies? What's your job look like? What do you want to do? If you quit your job today, what would you want to do with the rest of you? You know, just ask a fun question to get the conversation going and then listen intently. 
listen intently. Don't be thinking about what is the next thing I'm going to say and, and how am I going to engage this person further. Really just take a moment to listen to their response, hear who they are. And people can tell when you're paying attention to them or when you're just listening so that you can move the conversation forward. And I think it's really important that you take time to make uh, moments in your memory about key points that they're talking about. You know, maybe they were born in California and a fire displaced them and they moved here after the fires and they're going through a hard time and they've lost a lot of stuff. And maybe you can, at the end of that story, after at the end of their, them sharing, you can just say, man, that, that's got to be so hard. Those fires, I mean, I, I can't imagine what it was like. What, what did you feel when you had to leave? And now you've gone, you've escalated the depth a little bit. You've escalated to maybe less than the, the surface level physical events that happened, but maybe the emotions that were going on with that individual. And you showed, I was listening to you. I was really hearing what you were saying. And I'm so sorry that happened. But if you listen to that story and your next question is upbeat and chipper and you're like, oh man, that's got to be difficult. Uh, well, what about the, the ball game this weekend? It's like, what? You weren't even listening to me. You, were, you may have heard what I said, but you didn't listen to what I was saying. And so it's so important to listen and then go deeper. Like I said a second ago, if you find something in the conversation to go deeper on, then pay attention to those subtle cues. You always want to find places of commonality. And so maybe they were born in California. Well, awesome. I was born in California. I've never been displaced by a fire, but what was your favorite part when you were there? You know, and so getting the chance to find a way to connect with them on a very real level that, that creates common commonality. And so um, that's the, the point that I find the most effective when creating a new relationship is finding common ground with the individual. Maybe you guys aren't from the same place, but maybe you guys like the same sports team, or maybe you guys enjoy uh, obstacle course races, or maybe you're both into computers or whatever. Just ask questions until you can find a place of, of commonality, something that you can speak to and they can speak to, and then you can really go deeper on that. You can really go deeper on those subjects. And then listen for areas in the conversation to keep it going. We've all had those awkward silence moments where you don't really know what to say next. You're like, okay, well, I guess we're done here. And then you walk off and it was an awkward ending to a conversation. And so look for ways to keep the conversation going. And I find most effective, again, is, is these escalating questions. And so if you hit one of those awkward silences after somebody shared a story, maybe it was deep and meaningful and you don't really know what to say, just ask another question. Just ask another question about a detail you're interested in or something that you, you really hope uh, they would they would expound on or let you know and so and then the next one is just be authentic you can't expect somebody else to be open and deep and meaningful if you can't be authentic we talked about this the first week and i think it's important enough to hit on the third week again because being comfortable in a relationship is so difficult 
when neither person is willing to be open and authentic. But when I'm willing to just put my baggage out there and I'm willing to, to let you hear who I am, I'm willing to let you see some of those scars, those bumps, those bruises from the life that I've lived, um, what it does is it allows you to not hide your bumps and bruises anymore. And that is what leads to a deep relationship because everybody's always self-conscious when they first get into that relationship and you're like, well, do I say this? What would they think of me? How would how would they respond if they knew this dark secret of mine? How would they respond if they knew the, the relationship that I went through? How would they respond if they knew the addictions that I struggled with? How would they respond if they knew the pain that I've gone through? And when you share your pain first, they they feel the ability to share their pain. And that really creates deep and meaningful connection very quickly with an individual. And so if you just meet somebody, I'm not saying that you need to go and share your life story um, out, of the, out of the gate, but I love to ask people a question. I just say, what's your story? You know, and they'll, normally they'll say, well, what do you mean? Well, what's your life story? If you just had to write a book about your life, what would it, what would it be? You know, start to end. I just want to get to know who you are. And then they'll start to share with me some of these things that they've done, some of these, these places that they've been. And a lot of times it's surface level. I was born here. I moved here. I went to this high school. I graduated. I went to this college. I graduated. I'm in this job. But then a lot of times they'll ask in response, well, what's your story? And I get the chance to go a little bit deeper, which creates comfort for them. And maybe I say, oh, man, I really struggled in high school. Um, I was looking for a place to belong, and I found the wrong crowd to belong to, and it just kind of took me to a dark place. They can say, man, I totally relate to that. I felt so alone in high school. And now you have this place where you're not just talking about the the big brother or a football game you're talking about things that matter you can talk about solutions and and what got you there but looking for areas to keep the conversation going is so important but you have to be authentic if you expect the other person to you have to be authentic if you expect the other person to and in my experience this will push the relationship forward very quickly very quickly when you're willing to be real and authentic because it, they feel if, if you can trust them with this information, then out of response, they can trust you with information, right? The next one is own your mistakes. As many mistakes as you can. You've got to own them because even if you only have 1% of a problem, if you own it, what it does is it, it, it avoids conflict. And I think one of the main division points in early relationships are conflict, unspoken resentments, unspoken um, uncomforts, you know, or discomforts. Um, those things where you're just thinking, wow, why would you say that? Why would you ask that? Why would you do that? And instead of allowing it to just kind of get swept under the rug, just own it. Say, man, that was a weird question. I'm sorry. Uh, or, wow, I may have taken that too far. I may have taken that joke a little too far. I, I, I apologize. I totally didn't mean to do that. And when you own your mistakes, it gets rid of the resentments quickly and it allows you to really take things to a deeper level. But if you're sweeping things under the rug, what's going to happen very quickly, because we are human beings and we get on each other's nerves and we do things that frustrate each other, uh, what's going to happen very quickly is that those relationships will stay surface level because nobody wants to go deeper in a relationship with somebody they don't like. And so if you can find those things and see those things ahead of time that somebody might not like, and then just get ahead of the ball and acknowledge them and say, man, sometimes I can be a little too goofy and I took that too far. That will genuinely help 
in the long term of the relationship, in the long term of not just meeting somebody and getting to know them quickly, but meeting somebody and creating a lifelong friendship because you were willing to own mistakes even when you only had 1% of the problem, even when only a small portion of it was your fault. But a lot of times what we want to do is we want somebody else to own their side of the street first. You know, If I only have 1%, then I want the person that has 99% of the problem uh, to be the first person to apologize because I'm being prideful or whatever. Now, if I lay that down and I come to that person and I say, man, I'm, I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have handled this this way, and they have 99%, it makes them feel comfortable to apologize for their part as well. And then resentments are done, they're squashed, and we can move forward without being bitter toward each other. Uh, but as people, we've gotten really bad at this. We're easily offendable, and we avoid conflict. We're easily offendable, and we avoid conflict. And you, you need to be the exact opposite for deep and meaningful relationships. You need to be hard to offend and always be willing to have the hard conversations. You need to be, like, just unoffendable and always have the hard conversations. That will create meaningful relationships in people's lives. Think back to somebody who really impacted you. Think back to somebody who's made a difference on your life. Almost every single time I ask somebody this question, it's somebody who had a hard conversation with them. It's somebody who called them out for something or that was willing to be real with them even when they, everybody else was, was telling them it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And, and they were like, man, I don't know if it's going to be, I don't know what this looks like, but I, I know I'm here for you. And that is so much more meaningful than just trying to make the other person feel better, but really standing next to the other person inside of those trials, inside of those struggles. And so, um, but with, with this, we're talking specifically on starting a relationship strong. And so as you get to those other deeper, deeper conversations, these are great things to implement. But when it comes to starting a relationship strong, you want to show how much you care. You want to show how much you care, not say how much you care, because those are two different things. Show how much you care. Uh, the first week I talked about uh, a friend who sent me a text right after our lunch together and it just said how much he cared and how much he enjoyed that. That changed the way that I handle relationships, a very meaningful tool. Go back and listen to that. Um, and then one of the other things that I've found to really show people I care is listen for the small details in, in the conversation and then act upon those things. So let's say you meet somebody new and you're talking with them for a little bit and you end up talking about coffee and you find out that they, they love coffee. They're a coffee snob. Their favorite place is, is this coffee shop downtown and, and you know they don't get to get out there often but it, they really enjoy it. And so what you can do to really take that relationship very quickly to the next level is go out of your way to that coffee shop downtown. Go grab them their favorite type of coffee. Bring it back to them. Give them a gift. Show them that you care. Show them that, it, that they mean something to you because that will take the relationship very quickly to another level. I have a, a dear friend of mine and he 
is, is in a really good position in life. You know, every year uh, Christmas comes around, I start thinking, okay, what do I need to get him? Or how can I repay him? And he'll do, do great things for people, just, just incredible things for people. And this, this summer, he took my family on a trip and, and we got the chance to go to Branson and Table Rock Lake for a little bit. And uh, I started thinking, how can I possibly repay this man for, for what he's, he's doing here? How can I possibly do something for him? And so I started thinking through, what do you get somebody who has everything? And I had this picture from uh, the sunset over the lake of him and his wife. And he has this saying, he says it all the time, the more you give, the more you live. And so what I did is I, I had this picture printed on canvas and then at the bottom it says, the more you give, the more you live. So he could remember the gift that he gave me, the gift that he gave my family and what it meant to us. And I had that shipped to him. It was 20 bucks. But it was so meaningful that I would take the time to create this and, and take the time to send this to him because I, I want people to know how much I care. I want people to know. But most of the time we just think about how much we care and we really don't go out of our way for our friends anymore. We really don't go out of our way for the people that we, we want to spend more time with. And so show how much you care. When you leave a conversation think about things that you can be acting on. Think about things that you can do to make that relationship more meaningful. I hope this helps you to start your relationship strong. If this helped you, I hope you take the time to subscribe. Maybe you have a friend who's interested in starting a new relationship and they want to start it strong. I want to ask that you would share this content and thank you in advance for doing so. Thank you so much for joining us on Climate. I hope you'll join us next week. And remember, you can create an environment for your life to thrive.